Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville! How you doing? It is uh, your Android host, Adam Beebe, along with your other Android host, Barry Johnston. Uh, If you recall from last week when we uh, took a test and apparently outed ourselves as androids, uh, it's the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly podcast for weird, as in the title suggests, the paranormal, the supernatural, the unusual, the bizarre, interesting stories, interesting characters, interesting people, all true, all real, all here on the internet in the podcast for you, Barry Johnston. My co-host, my friend, my lifelong, since our manufacture date. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing, man? Oh, doing well. Man, I'm I'm kind of happy that it came out that I'm an android. I no longer have to worry about my diet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so know? that's that's great. Yeah, and also, uh, if we're, I, I, I assume that means that we can, we're, we can get our parts replaced more easily. Yeah. Now, as long as we know where to to yeah. get them. Oh yeah, guess. we're we're, we're going to live forever. Yeah. For, yeah. For Which better. Is good to... Yeah, I guess so. so uh, yeah, it's true. For I guess better or worse, good. I don't know, man. I, I we've had that conversation before. I don't know if living forever is something I really want to do, but you know, uh, I'm very analog in that way, and finding out that I'm not analog is kind of a bummer. But that's okay. We yep. move on. You know, we adapt and change and uh, push forward, and that's that's kind of uh, our that's been our mo up until this point. So, very true. How almost human of us. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and so we, uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed last week's special quiz episode. It was fun to do, and uh, we uh, we got a few responses back from some of you weird villains out there. Um, a couple of androids like us. And uh, some, a couple of humans, and even some aliens. Wow! So, so yeah, they are, yeah, they are amongst us. I've I've yes. been feeling it for quite some time. Yes. Now, now we did. Yeah, we've got proof. Yeah, yeah, we got proof. We didn't get any uh, computer AI uh, things, but maybe actually those were uh, all those responses were robocalled, and I just you know deleted them and rejected them as they were coming in so we we i just thinking about that now and maybe that's yeah. what so. oh that wouldn't that be a sweet power as an android to be able to block those damn robocalls oh, man dude they've gotten so bad oh. but uh anyway so yeah we did that last week because uh Barry here was on vacation. Do you have a good vacation? It yeah. was a dude's vacation man, it was a dude's it? vacation it was very good I got to see some old friends and took a really long uh, car drive, which actually was quite fun. I kind of enjoy driving. I mean, of course, a 13-hour road trip uh, one way is is a long, long way. But, 
taking that with a friend, a dear friend of mine um, that I haven't seen in a long in a long time. Actually, Ryan Joyce, he's been on the podcast, mm-hmm. told some great stories. Um, and uh, man, he told me a bunch on the way down and a bunch on the way back. So we had a we had wow, a really dude. a really good time. And get this on Father's Day, we're coming back Sunday, and uh, we start playing the lotto as we're stopping at gas stations. <laughs> we start <laughs> we start getting to Texas Lotto, and we won a hundred and twenty five bucks, man. Oh, yeah, dude. so we almost paid for our gas. It was great. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah. So we had a good time. We had a really good time, man. So, uh, yeah, I've never, I've never had any luck at anything like that. I know. I never have either. It was weird. So, it was weird. I remember one time I was out with uh, um, our mutual friend and uh, friend of the show and member of the show. He's our special correspondent, resident Bigfoot expert, and voice of the listener, Mister Jeff Hubbard. Uh, we were out with our good buddy Sam. And um, who's you know Sam? Everybody knows Sam. Sam is yeah, yeah. on the show. He's been on the show. He's, um, he's he, Sam is just one of those people that's luckiest people. One of the luckiest people I know. His brother Cooter is also the same way. Just incredibly lucky. Yeah. And uh, I believe it was Cooter with it was with us. It could have you know it could have been Eric. Now that I think about it, but it's been um, you know it was all around new year's 2000 and that's a very uh hazy time in my memory very foggy but after uh a night of uh revelry uh we went to um concho you know the where they have the casino there yeah uh, which we've had that where and also a bigfoot spotting there as we've heard yeah um and ghosts so this all everything's connected man this is crazy but um we went in and we played, and like I, I knew that I was not going to have any luck, so I didn't really spend a lot of money. I spent like twenty bucks, and then I called it. I was like, I'm not going to do anything, even if, when I had perhaps a little bit of liquid bravery in me. I still had enough, you know, wherewithal to know not to go too crazy. Sam, on the other hand, goes in there and he plonks down something. Sam doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. I don't know if he knew where he was. Um, you know, he yeah. was just in there, <laughs> yeah. and he comes back out with eight hundred dollars. Oh wow, man! He like, killed we're it. Sitting there, and there's like nobody in this place because it's like probably like three in the morning, and uh, you know, there's nobody in there. And then all of a sudden, lights are going off and all this crazy stuff. And Sam was like, "Once when when the big jackpot came, it was like eight hundred dollars. Crazy man! Wow, man, that's awesome. And that's you know." Just get out at that point, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know you're ahead. Just get out. People make the mistake sticking around too long. Can't do that. Can't yeah. do that. You know? Yeah. So we were happy women 125 bucks, and it was like, okay, we're, let's stop buying tickets. We, we, you know, we, we won. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you definitely got out ahead on that. You know? Yeah, for awesome. sure. Congratulations. Thanks, man. That, so. Thank you. Well, we have a, a great guest uh, coming up. Uh, yeah. He's... He's come back, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, it's it, it appropriately timed for this our 150th episode. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we have none other than uh, Mr. Head Cheese, Brandon Forbes himself, come back with just you. Know, I mean, really, there's just no other way. You know, he's a character. 
Yeah. You know, he's he is, uh, he's, he's like our buddy Sam. He is there. He is a unique individual in this universe. And, uh, we're, uh, lucky. Yeah. We're lucky. We're lucky enough to, uh, to have grown up with him and to know head cheese all this time. Absolutely. I mean, so we had, uh, we, well, we talked to head cheese for quite a while, um, even off air, uh, and, uh, the stories that we heard that cannot be broadcast are simply just wow, amazing, yeah, amazing. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we had we did get some that we can that have been cleared by uh, you know by the the government, I guess maybe by um, and the, and the Catholic Church and um, cleared by you know the agency, the shadow government that runs everything on the planet, but. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> No, but we've got some good stories, and uh, you know we're always happy to have head cheese uh, on with us, and uh, just to give you a maybe a a, a a taste of what's to come here momentarily. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a burrito war. <laughs> we've got some uh, we've got some UFO stuff, and uh, we've got some uh, some weird just. Weird happenings, you know, on the job of uh, when 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 Head Cheese was first joined the Navy and was out of boot camp and deployed. Just some of the the random crazy things that happened to him on his first ship, and some of the things. And so it's that that weird life that out that us civilians, I guess that's what you would call people who are outside of the military, yes. that us civilians don't really hear about a lot. Um, the 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 culture that is there, so. Um, so yeah, um, head cheese. It's good to see you, friend. What's your weird story? You may not want to air it. Edit. <laughs> well, let's 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 start from the beginning, please, sir. One more time, if you okay. don't mind. All right, the Great Burrito Battle of 2020. My former mother-in-law wanted a burrito. <laughs> it's a she goes. <laughs> That's the greatest opening to a story I've ever heard. By the way, <laughs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean this this gets really fucked up, guys. I'm serious. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the Great Burrito Battle, 2020. Mm. Like I said, Sue, my former mother-in-law, goes up to Dave, my former father-in-law, and says, I need like five or six bucks. Go down to get a burrito. Now, about three years before this happened, they come into a shitload of money. Okay? Yep. Long lost uncle, like damn near a quarter of a million dollars, blah, blah, blah. They get their power turned back on because they got their electricity shut off three years before. Yeah. In in an apartment complex. They get their power turned back on. And instead of, say, move to a cheaper area or something, they decide to stay in San Diego. They didn't report this shit. And they're still getting their Section 8 stuff. So the rent's getting paid by the state. And they smoke the entire amount of money. They, they smoked it up mm. with weed. Okay? So they're completely broke. 
Apparently, they've been relying on my daughter to pay their bills. She's 26. Mm. She won't move out here. Well, they start fighting over this damn burrito money. What do you mean we're fucking broke? Blah, 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 blah. And she calls 911. Okay. Right? That is when Dave headbutts her and gets arrested for beating up his old lady. Oh, my God. Damn. Okay. Adam, this is tip of the iceberg shit, bro. <laughs> this is more backstory. Okay. Oh, it gets it gets far worse. Far worse. And I'm sitting there. I'm trying to figure all this shit out. And I, they're on my Facebook. So, now, my ex-wife had accused me of beating the shit out of her and my kids forever. Mm. Okay? Her parents went into court and say I would come home drunk and hit my kids. I don't even drink. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, these people are getting... Arrested for the shit they were accusing me of. Yeah. Now, my son, my youngest son, is in the room next to us. And he comes running in. And give me your phone. I'm like, the fuck I am? You give me your phone. Like, why? I want to call and you know, bitch at my sister. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I had no idea any of this shit was going on, right? Well, come to find out, my daughter was there. She, of course, she was living there, but she's getting ready to move out. She's in the process of moving. And they were mad at her because they're going to lose their utility money and all this shit. Mm, right. And they were also mad at her for bringing home cheap weed. <laughs> it's, a com- it's, a com- okay. it's a complex story. It's a complex situation. It's layered. Relationship, man. Yeah. It's layered. Yep. These fucking people. Anyway, my daughter is upset because her grandpa just got arrested because he headbutted his wife <laughs> who started some shit over a burrito. Right. Burrito. Okay, man. this is recap. Yeah. Well, at some point in time, my daughter and Sue get into an argument, and their house is like a complete trash pile, mm-hmm. and like something out of hoarders. Okay. okay. And they're gra- she Sue is grabbing like half bottles of like Lipton tea full of roaches and shit, and throwing them at my daughter. Okay, so my daughter goes out, calls the cops again, and goes and sits on the sidewalk like I told her to do. If shit like that was to go on, just go out, sit on the sidewalk, wait for the cops to show up. That way you ain't got nothing. They can't say shit. Well, some my ex-wife calls my son and says that my daughter had his grandma pinned up in a corner and punching her and shit. So he gets mad at me for saying he can't use, I can't use my, I, I won't let him use my phone. Okay. So... My son and I, we get into an argument. It was a huge fight. Huge fight. And then, right about that same time, my oldest son and his wife bought a house hmm. down the road. So they're moving out anyway. So he's going to move out with them. And 
I thought everything had smoothed down, but he moved out in January. I haven't seen or heard from him since. He's that mad. Wow. Now, the burrito war took a uh, massive turn about two weeks ago. Okay, okay. Well, Sue drops a restraining order, okay? My daughter and her boyfriend have to move back in because apparently the place that they moved into wasn't legally rentable. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. They're paying about $2,000 a month to live in an RV, okay? Oh, my God. That's San Diego for you. Jesus, yeah. Well, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. So, no, no, you're not my type. You but sure? anyway, in a while. <laughs> time is it? Woke, I woke Reggie at about 4 o'clock this morning, so it's all good. <laughs> anyway, so... Sue drops a restraining order, talks my daughter into driving her over to see Dave so they could get back together. Okay. Now, let me tell you something about Dave and Sue. Mm. They're fucked up people. Mm. Back in the 80s. So let's read. So, 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 so she was, he was in, he was in jail, right? For a time. And then he, and then, uh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, well, she drops a restraining order to go over and talk to him and try to get back together. They've sure. been together for so long, they're sure. both going to die without of each course. other. He's dying of cancer. He's had two lung transplants. Oh, I love him. You know, what yeah. in the fucking Steve Wilkos is going on? Yeah. That's that's exactly what I said to my daughter. Sure. Well. A lot of, a lot of burritos shared between the two, you know. <laughs> Here's where things get fun. My daughter takes Sue over to see Dave. Dave is staying over at his son Matthew's house. Hmm. Matthew runs out the out the front door, right up to his mama, and punches her right in the fucking mouth. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, he he knocks his mama out in the parking lot. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Brittany, as one does, reaches into her pocket, pulls out her cell phone, calls 911. Next thing you know, everybody's getting cuffed up. Okay? Wow. It upset my daughter. She got cuffed and it pissed off her boyfriend because he got cuffed. But they were just making sure everybody was being safe. Yeah, of course. They arrest Matt, the brother, because apparently he had a warrant out for beating his wife. And two counts of kid touching. So he's in wow. jail on a mm. hundred thousand dollars bail right now. Damn. Okay. And Dave gets mad that the cops are arresting his son and starts th- going nuts about don't take my boy, don't take my boy, and all this shit. Like I said, the man's dying of cancer. So what the hell yeah. does he think his 90-pound ass is going to do to anybody? So he starts trying to fight the cops and gets arrested for obstruction. <laughs> so now my three older kids, my sons are not talking to my daughter because they think it's my daughter's fault that everybody got arrested. Wow. Wow. Over a fucking burrito, dude. Aren't you Jeez, fucking bummed that dude. you didn't stick around, that you didn't you didn't uh, you didn't you didn't see that through? 
is is any of this on cops or any kind of uh, you know show like that? Like because it should bad be. Boys, if it's bad not, boys. I was I've, I was always praying that she would show up on like live PD or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, she moves to Minnesota, and a year later, there's riots and fires and shit. I don't think it's coincidence. <laughs> it's crazy. That bitch, that bitch is evil. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, she got my son so pissed off at me that he's even blocked me on Facebook. And <laughs> what the hell? I'm trying to figure out why he's mad at me. I don't, I don't that, even know what I did. Yeah, that sucks, man. Well, yeah, keep us up to date on that, man. Let's see yeah, where dude. we go from there. So we had two two more that went to jail. Then I guess right. We got the yeah out of that incident. So a couple of casualties, yeah. man. Yeah, one's going away for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All over, goddamn, anyway. all over a goddamn, all over a goddamn $7 burrito, for fuck's sake, man. I don't know. You ever had Roberto's burrito? Oh, I'm sure, man. I'm sure it's good. We got a I great... I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. Is it worth it? You know, yeah. I mean, I'm craving a burrito right now, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I also Some am thinking asada. about all the consequences of, you know, that could happen because yeah. of a burrito. That's not yeah. the tr- the type of incident... Person. That I was uh, expecting from a burrito incident, you know what I mean? I thought this was going to end with shit on the wall and uh, maybe no, some was, blood. That was the thing. <laughs> that was so it still might happen, I suppose. Yeah. Hey, for touching yeah. kids, yeah, you that bullshit. still could happen. So, you bullshit about shit on the walls? It's happened. Yeah. Yeah. In that family, it's happened on Thanksgiving. Oh. Somebody got mad and threw a shitty diaper at somebody and they hit the turkey. Oh, that's hit the turkey. Oh, oh yes. No, man. That's a Thanksgiving my, foul. My son was like 10. He called Boom. me up. He's all upset. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's fucked up, yeah. man. When you when it comes down to throwing dirty diapers, man, that's not a good that's not a good situation to be in. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's been a shitty turkey, dude. Oh, man. Fuck. Yeah, man. Crazy. That, that whole family's fucked up. That's crazy. Hey man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country and it was just after dusk. So there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this. Okay, so I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted and it started following me for about 15 minutes. Whoa, no. Yeah. What what did you do? I was at work. I was making deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me oh. and <laughs> yeah, so this, but it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything but it was following me man wow dang that's just an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you you don't have to have a UFO encounter you don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother you don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story Basically, what we're saying is weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast. Okay. Now, I didn't think it was that remarkable until I was talking to my wife about it the other day. I mean, we were just throwing stories back and forth about 
times before we met, and I told her about my first ship, and her eyes are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then, then I realized that that ship was insane, mm. and I know that every ship in the fleet has its own culture, okay? Right, yeah. Just like any company or anything. This place was nuts. It was it was crazy, and I, I didn't even know until Reggie pointed it out to me. How far into your career uh, did this happen? Less than a year. Okay. So, because I'm not familiar with the Navy, right, do you bounce from ship to ship? Is that kind of how it works? Well... Or do you stick with the ship? Like, it... it depends okay okay it really depends on your job it depends on where you're stuck at you got people that do in the field that i was in they did what they called direct support where they drop off like this big like shipping container looking thing on the deck of the ship and they call it a van and those guys just go onto the ship for that deployment but because of see all CTs could have done direct support but there was a lot of like trust issues back in the early 80s and late 70s mm. so they decided hey we're just going to stick them on here permanent you know so they could just be part of the crew mm-hmm. okay if that makes any sense sure yeah well you go to boot camp, then you go to your A school, which varies. Okay, like my wife's school was over a year. Okay. Uh, my 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 initial one was like three months, and then after that, I did another school after that. Okay. Then I got sent to the ship. Okay. Okay. So this is around probably what like ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. Okay. Ninety six. Okay. April of ninety six. Okay. No. Before that, it was before that, because we left in April. Well, uh, get off the plane in San Diego. It's late at night. I have no idea what's going on. It's like 1, 2 in the morning. I don't know where I'm at. All I know is I'm supposed to look for a guy in a pair of coveralls with a name tag on it, and that's my ride. Mm. So I'm like, okay. Find a guy, ask him if he was the duty driver for the USS Tarawa. And he said, yeah. So they take me there. I check in at the quarter deck, which is where you get onto the ship. They show him my orders. They take my orders. And I didn't, you know, I, I had no idea what was going on. So I didn't know that they were not supposed to take my orders. Okay. Then they take me to a, they said that the didn't have anybody from my shop on the ship at that point. So they were going to take me over to an overflow berthing for the Marines, and that's where I was going to sleep for the weekend. Okay. Okay. So I get in. They take me to this spot, and it's nothing but it looks like shelves, but those are the beds. Right. Okay. And I grab a mattress, and I set my sea bag down that has everything I own in it. Mm-hmm. I set my sea bag down. I turn around to start putting a pillowcase on a pillow. I 
turn back around, and no shit, my sea bag is gone. Wow. I have been on the ship maybe an hour, and all my ship, all of my stuff has been stolen. Oh, and damn, dude. And I'm sitting there, and I haven't seen anybody since they dropped me off. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out where the hell my stuff went. And I see somebody walking. So I go to try to catch up with him. And he was a new guy, too. So he didn't know anything either. They just stuck me and this dude in this thing. And then the lights went out. They didn't realize anybody was there. So they killed the lights, and they had, you know, like at the mall where they had those little gates that come down over the front door? Yeah. yeah they yeah. shut the shops off. They got that to keep those areas blocked off from people going over to do stupid shit. Right. So me and this guy are locked into this basic cave of shelves. It was set up to hold like 400 people. So it's like this giant metal box full of shelves, and it's black. And there's no windows, of course. It's pitch black in there. And we're locked in in this cage. Well, we're sitting there. We, I'm sitting there using my uh, cigarette lighter as a flashlight. And I find a way to turn on the lights. So we find a little hatch. And that opened up to a bathroom. So we're like, okay, at least we got water. Yeah, right. And we go to the bathroom. Me and this dude ended up stuck in there for two days. Damn. Wow. Nobody even knew we were there. And I was jonesing for a cigarette so bad. I was sitting there and I saw like a little tiny hatch on the side of a wall, you know. I opened it up and it opened up to the outside. So, ooh, light, fresh air. Okay, life is good. But it only opened up to like this little tiny catwalk, right? Mm. No steps to it or nothing. Just like a little metal thing off the side of the ship with a guardrail on it. Wow. So I'm like, okay, shit. So I light up a cigarette. A guy from the ship on the other side of the pier saw somebody hanging off the side of the ship having a cigarette. Called a fire emergency on our ship. And security rovers came and got me. And I got in trouble for smoking in an undesignated area. I'm like, guys, we've been locked in this box for like two days. Right. I, I checked in Friday night. It's Sunday evening. Uh, and we hadn't eaten or anything. Damn, dude. And you had no way of contacting anybody. You had no, no way of. No, we didn't know anything. We had, gotten off, we had gotten off separate planes at different times during the day. And got stuck in there, and they forgot about us and locked us up. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. They, so, yeah, I was thinking, uh, I had a, what they call a sponsor who was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of make sure shit like that didn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what they didn't tell me is they were doing what they called pre-overseas movement leave. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were getting ready to go on deployment, and everybody was... All over the place. Right. It's like skeleton duty section crews type stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was that was my introduction to the fleet. Damn, dude. Yeah. What happened to your bag? Yeah, your where's bag? your bag? Oh, well, that turned up about a year later. A year later? Yeah. Apparently, one of the 
Rovers is walking through that area before they locked it up. Didn't see me, saw my bag, thought it was just somebody laying some shit down. So he threw it in a locker. And it turned up as the Marines were leaving from our ship, you know, from our deployment. Oh, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> what all was your, in it? Like, yeah, what was in it? You know, all your shit. Everything. <laughs> everything. What did you... So your... Uniforms. Yeah. Toilet what do you, what do, you do in that? Civilian clothes. What do you do? You got to buy... You have to buy a new uniform? Is that how it works? Yeah. You have to buy yeah. a new... Sh- you have to buy your and shit. Being, and being real junior like I was... Right. I, mean, I was at E1. And... They will go through and count how many pairs of underwear you have, how many pairs of socks you have. God, dude. Yeah. And, and then I had like 80 bucks in my pocket. And just to give you an idea, the, the peacoat for our uniform was 160 Right. So, yeah. Fuck Damn. me, dude. So I got Fuck. yelled at about this stuff. Then I got taken over sure. to a place called Navy Marine Corps Relief. They give no interest loans that you can pay back in emergencies like that. Right. Almost everybody in the military pitches into a fund. What's what's a uniform cost, if you don't mind me asking? It depends. It depends. Like, I think coveralls that we wore on the ship were like twenty bucks a pop mm-hmm. when we had to start buying them. What about your right. What about your dress? Your dress <sighs> uniforms expensive. I mean, they're not overly expensive, but okay. I mean, when you got to have two of these and three of these, right. and it adds up. Quick. Sure, yeah. 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 That's crazy. That so, sucks, man. So because of this guy, you're getting fucking ramrodded by your fucking higher ups, and you're just like, oh, "Fuck, yeah. man! I had my shit. It was here." And they're yeah. like, "What yeah. the fuck is so, wrong with you?" <laughs> all you know is they get, they got a new kid who hasn't bathed. In right. days, hasn't eaten, doesn't have shit, doesn't even have his damn orders package with him. Yeah. Because just, it was taken by the guys at the quarterback. Just wants to smoke a goddamn cigarette, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, oh, that was just, that was just the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, get up, I get up to my shop, and I have never been in a place like this before or since. I... I've been watching this girl on YouTube talk about when she was locked up for, you know, drugs and stuff. And her prison stories are a lot like my first ship. Right. So, uh, so, yeah. So you eventually get over to the ship after this first incident. Is that is that? No, your... I was in the ship when the. Was on the ship. Was You're on the actual. In the... Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought you were on a different ship, like a holding ship or something. Okay. Just Google LHA one. Okay. USS Tarawa. Okay. LHA-1. This is the exact... Shut up. Shut up, phone. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, she's in mothballs in Pearl Harbor right now. Yeah. yeah. USS... Oh, wow. Okay. Goddamn, that's a big fucking ship, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, the other two ships were bigger. Yeah. Fuck me, man. That's a what is that a football field about? Longer than that? Oh, is how uh, how long is that? How long of a ship is that? I want to say I want to say LHA is like eight hundred and sixty feet. Okay. Long. Oh I, wow. I don't know. That's a couple. That's a couple of. 
more than that, a couple and a half, maybe, football well, it fields. Had carrier jump jets and helicopters on it. Yeah. And hovercraft and right. landing gear. And how, many, how many stories is that, man? A couple? I honestly don't know. Okay. Uh, that, these are nothing compared to the aircraft carriers. Yeah. These are the second biggest. That The aircraft carrier carriers, first time I saw one, I almost thought it was a building and almost drove to it. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was insane. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. cra- that's crazy, man. That's a, it's a cool looking boat though. Oh, there's all kinds of cool shit. The whole back end drops down mm. and it opens up kind of like a tailgate on a pickup. Okay. And it floods the backside of it. It's called the well deck. And that's where they put the hovercraft and the landing. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's, it's neat. <laughs> nice, man. So, do the Marines are are they on the ship with you guys? Or is that what you're doing? You're you're getting, you're letting. Yeah. The, okay. We're basically the Marines Uber. I got you. Okay. Okay. Yep. In fact, on the Marines' birthday, it's not uncommon to send them a picture of a ship saying, "Happy Marine Corps birthday" from your favorite Uber driver. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Just one of those things, but they're not on the ship all the time. Right. Okay. Okay. They're only on. You're just uh, you're delivering. Between, yeah. 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 So they'll they'll be on for the whole six month deployment or eight month deployment or whatever. Mm-hmm. When I was in, we were still doing six monthers. Gotcha. Okay. Now it's like crazy. They're they're beating these guys down. Mm-hmm. One aircraft carrier. They've done two deployments this year alone. Mm-hmm. So, so what was your job? What was your duty? Basically, as E one, anything you get told to do. Yep, gotcha. They uh, empty the I trash, was, fucking clean shit, fix yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, one of the things that you got to do on ship, and it doesn't matter who you are, is you got to uh, do what they call mess duty. Mm. Right. Okay? Everybody's got to eat. They only got so many cooks. Yeah. Somebody's got to do the dishes and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's everybody has to do that for 90 to 180 days. Yep. Okay? Yep. So, yeah. Uh, my shop wanted me to do this stuff while we were on deployment instead of letting me do the training part. Mm-hmm. Which is what I wanted to do. But right, They sure. had other plans. <laughs> sure. But... I met a lot of cool people. Yep. And got to know my way around the ship pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. And let's see. I had some fun things happen with that. We had this one cook on the ship. His name was Meredith. Okay. He was a first class. And at the time, the cooks called mess specialists. So that got shortened down to MS. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then first class so his rank would be ms1 meredith okay yep and he was in charge of me and he was a bastard <laughs> no he would beat the shit out of me yeah I mean, right it was, it was bad yeah yeah and i pissed him off one time because i overslept because uh i had to be at work at 3 30 in the morning and i just overslept a little bit 
because they didn't have any place for me to sleep on the ship, so they stuck me in another spot, which was full of the guys that you know painted the side of the ship and stuff. They were called boatswain's mates. Okay. So I think my wife's home. The dogs are coming. So anyway. <coughs> This guy, he's a complete asshole. He would beat the shit out of people. I pissed him off. Was I was like five minutes late one time, so he had me working from three thirty in the morning until twelve thirty, one o'clock the next morning as punishment. And this has been right. going on for a while. And the guy, and one of the guys asked me if in my shop, he saw me and said, "You look like shit. I haven't seen you in a couple weeks. You look like shit. What are you doing?" I, Told him what was going on, and they thought I was, you know, making shit up. Come to find out, he had been doing that for a lot of different people. Mm. So, anyway, we get to Phuket, Thailand, mm-hmm. and we're enjoying ourselves. I'm seeing him, he's drunk off his ass, and he's talking to this mm-hmm. chick. Okay, he's talking to this lovely lady. Right. And by the way, I like to pronounce it, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> what, woman? You're staring at me. Stop it. Anyway, I go up to this guy, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing trying to talk to me? Like, because uh, I think you're about to get into a bad situation. <laughs> that girl's got an Adam's apple and hands bigger than mine. <laughs> right? Hey, love is blind. Love is blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what had happened to him was he got took out to the beach and pretty much got gang raped by a bunch of, uh, I don't even know what you, they call them lady boys. Right. Over there. But I don't want to offend anybody listening. He gets gang raped by these, he's like getting beat up and what I. Right. Yeah. It's like sticks and shit and all that. So I'm standing there. I was on. I was on the ship when they had to bring him back on board, and he was wrapped up in one of those ugly-ass wool blankets you see in all the movies. Yeah. He was just sitting there kind of shaking. And I'm sorry. I, nobody deserves it, but that guy was an asshole. Yeah. 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 That's terrible, but that's also, I mean, karma. You it's know kinda, I mean? Yeah, it's kind of poetic justice. Oh, I ended up running into him later on. Mm. Uh, I... Blew out a knee, ended up having surgery. They sent me, they took me off the ship. And they sent me over to work over at the chow hall, over at the dry side of the base, where, you know, the guys on shore duty work. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there, I'm on crutches and shit, and they told me I had to go report to Lieutenant so-and-so. I can't remember her name now, but she was actually the supply officer on the Tarawa, you know, the ship that I left. Mm-hmm. And we were cool. Okay. Because I used to work for her kind of too at a time. Okay. And she actually bumped me up to working for Meredith because of the amount of effort I was putting out for her. She thought I'd be a good fit for him. Oh, yeah. So I get over there, we're over dry side. I'm cleaning up the breakfast stuff. Basically, I get told. I'm sitting there. I get told. I get to tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Baba, I got a present for you." Like, what is it, ma'am? She's come, come back here. And there is the former 
first class that made my life a living hell. He had been busted down to a lower rate than I was. Oh, wow. He got busted down to E1 from E6, and I was an E2 at that time. Damn. Whoa. She put me in charge of his ass. So I had him out there with a scrub brush cleaning dumpsters. Wow. Damn. <laughs> Dude, that's from E6 to E1 is that's a quite big, a fall. Yeah. We did something fucked up. I don't know what it was, but yeah. How long does it take? How long does it take you to get to an E six ish? Like just rough amount of time. That really depends. Okay. It depends on your job because so you got to take a test. You got to have good evals and okay. Then you got all these other people competing for the same job. Sure. And then you only got so many slots. Right. So, and so it's a lot of time and effort, at least, to get there. It can be, yeah. Right. And especially for the MSs, mm-hmm. they would go. They were kicking. And cooks out at that time at E4 at 10 years. Mm, so, wow. okay. Yep. Gotcha. I, I got out as E5, but that's just because they wouldn't let me take the E6 test because of my ex wife. And Reggie retired as E6 okay. after 20 years. Wow. So, so, how long did he stay under your thumb? Oh, just a couple of weeks, but I made it interesting <laughs> for his ass. <laughs> you have the biggest shit-eating grin, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, I would go in there and piss on the wall. Oh, no. Stuff in the bathroom. And oh, no. Somebody pissed on the wall. He oh. can go clean it up. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I took an upper decker in the toilet once. <laughs> Amen. I was just sitting there hobbling around on my crutches, just having a great old time. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> Man. I'd, I'd walk in and call him my bitch. Only, uh, <laughs> only in the military, I think you'd, you'd only have that opportunity. No. Something like that would roll around like that, you know, where you, well, get, you get the upper hand on somebody and they have to do what you're asking them to do. You know what I mean? That that doesn't exist really in, in at least... As far as I have seen, I haven't had that situation. That's a, that's a pretty interesting situation to be in, man. Oh, shit. I, I decided when I left Kingfisher, I was just going to be completely different. Sure, man. Fine. I mean, I think nobody knows me. Everybody, right. You know, I used to get picked on quite a bit. And right. And people started seeing that I had a temper and they left me alone. <laughs> but then I get out, out to the Navy. I can do whatever the hell I exactly. want. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So, I, I got to be... Um, you reinvent yourself, man. I turned myself into a very cocky motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Right. As a young cocky man, as a young as man, well. as a young man in the military, especially, as that happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of got to, you got to do that, man. I mean, yeah. well, it, it's part of the gig, man. You got to be fucking that guy, you know? The Oklahoma accent mm-hmm. got me shit. I had to, I had to even get rid of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, but I... I but my sister, when I was in boot camp, sent me a letter addressed to semen recruit Bubba Forbes because it's, she couldn't pronounce Brandon Mother. Right. You never lived that down, uh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I grew up with I two I grew up with two older sisters and it was kind of the same thing, to be honest with you, man. They, Except they didn't call Barry <laughs> Bubba. They called him Punkin. Punkin, yeah. <laughs> oh, god damn, I hated that fucking name. 18 years old. An 18-year-old grown man. And oh, just having to live with that, man. 
I still remind him every once in a while. <laughs> Shannon <laughs> Snyder also reminds me. She uh, nice. <laughs> she she does. Uh, that's pretty funny. I never really had any kind of a nickname. Well, I guess in towards the end of uh, living in Kingfisher, uh, Judy Brown gave me the name Goki, but uh, nothing bad. Like uh, you know, right. or, well, yep. you know, as uh, yep. not, not not bad per se right. as Pumpkin. Or right. Bubba, but right. uh, Boo, my my, that was my Boo. first yeah. first uh, nickname. Your dad called me Boo. Yep. Yeah, and he called me brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny now to look back on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's cool though? It's that that we have that in common. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, my dad gave. Um, Especially around our age, our group, you know, uh, gave out a Every, lot of nicknames. Everybody had a nickname, man. Um, and he did that in when he was, you know, when we had him for like PE yep. and stuff. Yep. And everybody had an almost, pretty much everybody had a nickname. Again, I didn't really have one because I was just son. But You know what, you man? Know. And I'm going back and I'm thinking about that. Like, that's such a teacher thing to do too, man. Because it gave him a way to remember people, you know, yep. remember who they that's are, really you know. <laughs> I love it, man. That that doesn't really happen. I, do, are nicknames still a thing this, these days? Yes. Are they? Okay, good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Didn't know if it'd be offensive or something. You know what I mean? Somebody well, might. I still. Well, it can be offensive. I mean, we had our friend Handjob who uh, rejected that, <laughs> unfortunately. But I mean, obviously, I think you know. Generally, if you're older and you get a nickname, it probably is offensive. Uh, and so, or some kind of root in yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, at least in our circle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, but, uh, gonna... <laughs> what gets me is that why people get pissed about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never, I've never understood this. I mean, I've been giving this a lot of thought lately. Yeah. Okay. And our country is so jacked up that right now. In a couple of weeks, they're going to be talking about UFOs and shit, and nobody cares. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Nobody cares. It's the perfect yeah. time to roll it out, really. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. This is. I, I'm not trying to be any way, shape, or form political because it, none of it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But what the hell? How bad you got to be for. You're just like choosing a side over paying attention to what's going on. Well, I mm-hmm. think I think it, when it comes to the UFO thing, I think it's really interesting because we don't know the other side of the story. I mean, we we you know we can we can guess and we can say why they want to now admit to it and shit like that. You know what I mean? But um, here's another thing that's interesting about it is I heard a lady talk about this the other day that. They actually have really high-resolution footage of this stuff that that are taken from yeah. satellites and stuff. And so the, the, the pictures and the videos that we're seeing have been doctored in a big way. And it's funny because when you look at the image, there's, there's one image of, it kind of looks like the bat symbol. Have you seen that craft? Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't seen that. What's the one that... It came out of the water. Pyramid. Yeah. It came out of the water and then it went up to like eighty thousand feet or something. And it and it it is showing like its face. You know what I mean? And it looks kind of like it's got wings. It's weird, but it's incredibly pixelated. It's very hard to see what it it is. It's like so so they there's a reason why this is all happening, but I don't know what what the answer to it is, you know what I mean? It's like 
um, more control could be more control could be more maybe they want more funding you know um well it's always going to be about control i mean that's that's what the yeah the, the institution is there for you right. know hey, just, never, ne- never waste a good crisis you know yeah yeah because yeah. people you know if it comes out that people you know this shit's real and it's all real People are going to lose their mind. Where do you stand on it? Because you said before that you were kind of on the fence about it. You know? No, I don't. Where do you sit now with it? People are going to lose their minds. People are going to be questioning everything. If it comes out that there's nothing that we could do about it anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, I mean if, if they exist... If, quote unquote, yeah, if, if, if we do, yeah. we believe that they do. The fact that if okay, if if their existence is legitimate, legitimized, and, or you know by the government, and you know they say we know there are alien races that are significantly, you know, they come here. We have to realize that there there is nothing we can do about it because we can barely get off this rock. You know, and they're coming right. from other planets or other dimensions or who knows what. So, yeah, I mean, there's not a damn thing we can do about it because, you know, we're, yeah. you know, we're t- we're, oh, we're, our hands we're, are tied. We're, because, insig- we're insignificant. Yeah. Like when you listen to the story about the with the, the Navy pilots, right, the one where they're out getting ready to play war games. Right. And they call it off because for the past two weeks, they've been getting these crazy fucking things on radar, man, that would just, like, appear at 80,000 foot and drop down to one foot above sea level and, like, quicker than the radar could pick up under a second, you know? Um, we actually have a friend that was on the Nimitz during the 2004 deployment. Uh-huh. And I haven't talked to her about this yet, but I'm... She's one of those ones that you'd be hesitant to bring it up with. Of course. Well, let me ask you this, because you have, you have like, a lot of knowledge when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, these pilots are, like, pretty stand-up people, right? I mean, they're, yeah. you know, like, they're, they're about as, as good of a witness as you're going to find, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, they got it on... Video, they got audio, they got radar tracks. Right. You know, they got all all this stuff in years. But yeah. I'm going to make a little prediction about this, though. Okay. How much? How much y'all want to bet that they're going to come back and say, uh, "We're not a hundred percent sure what it is, but we're pretty sure it's going to be." Uh, experimental Chinese or Russian well, the Pentagon, hypersonic the Pentagon has already tried to make a statement that doesn't make any fucking sense at all and so and, 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 and it's like everybody knows the game everybody knows the score you know you're gonna say that we don't know what it is you know uh, we think it might be this but it's probably not this and then we don't think it's this other thing but yet we can't say that it's not you know it's like okay that's a great answer. That's a great. That's a great side of the story to put out. You know, there's no real answer, but that's what the government yeah. does. They dance around the shit. You know what I mean? And they play games, and um, 
there's enough people paying attention. I think. I think the weird, the hard thing, a hard thing is for people is to understand. Like, you almost have to separate the aliens and the and then the UFOs like completely because it's like yeah. we we don't know these these ships probably aren't even manned. I mean, why would you risk that? Why would you if you're a, a, a well? I mean, I guess you could, but um, you know, if they if they're living in the oceans, um, I don't yeah, know. They, I I can't. I kind of think it, they could just be um, drones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? I don't that's know. What I'd be leaning towards. I love the idea of aliens. Don't get me wrong, dude. I hope there's fucking aliens. I want to see. You know, <laughs> I want to see proof. You do. You know who I wish was still around for all this shit? Bart Bell. Yeah. Bart Bell. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, he would be having a blast. Yep. He'd be. Art Bell would be going off on this like Alex Jones has been going on for everything since yeah. November. I've had, <laughs> I think like everyone our age, man. Like I, I had some real great Art Bell moments, you know, on the road, yeah. like traveling, man. You know, yeah. And it was, it never got better than when you're sitting there at like midnight on the road and somebody calls in with a really fucked up story, and you're like, what the, hell? you know, like is this real? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. What's oh, when I was moving out to Virginia, I had gotten lost. Okay. <laughs> And uh, I was, I don't even know where I was at. Just like this little ass town. I'd stopped to get something to eat. I was coming around the corner. I was listening to Coast to Coast. It was one of their best of with Art Bell still on, you know. And they're sitting there talking about, this guy said they're talking about um, being abducted by this UFO and all this shit. Because I'm coming around the corner, the sign and the moon were lined up just right. I thought something was coming up over the trees to get my ass. <laughs> I was scared to death. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Oh shit! His mom's right. They're coming to take me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not really expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be it'll be whatever we find out is going to be whatever they want us to find out, and so I think that's why it's important to to support people that are like. Um, that are doing the documentaries and independent funded stuff. You know what I mean? Those guys that, what's his name? Jer- Jeremy Corbell. Is he the one? Yeah. I think he did the, the Bob Lazar documentary. And yeah, um, and he's done a lot of the, uh, the, of a lot of, he's also had a lot of the leaked uh, yeah. video and stuff like that. So yeah. Cause that, that's who you're going to hear it from, you know? Yep. And I gotta be honest, man. I mean, Adam and I had this conversation before I wasn't convinced before I'd say you know last year, um, before you know Tom DeLonge's outfit um, got involved, I I was like I don't I just don't know I don't you know. But then once the once the evidence was presented and the story started to come out with the pilots and the pilots giving interviews, it's like damn this is real, this is real. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever. It could be a total ruse. It could be whatever you know. But it's something weird. Yeah, I'm. It's just hard to really think through it because you got all, you got all the stories that we heard mm-hmm. that like the '80s and '90s right. and stuff. Then you, then you got this stuff that, like the videos, the military videos and such. Right. Are those anything like the stories that we heard when we were growing up? I don't think this is the same stuff. No, I agree. I mean, I, I, uh, yeah. it's tough to say. 
It's tough to say because before it was all just like hearsay. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like you're getting it filtered by so many people. By the time it comes out, you get some weird version of maybe what happened. But, you know, with all the technology we've got these days, I mean, shit, we got cameras on every freaking corner, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, not just that. We got cameras in our pockets, too. In our pockets. And we got our smartphones and everything. Yeah, so. You know. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I think as as a public, I think as a people, um, you know, in our country, we can demand answers to some degree. I mean, we may or may not get... We're always going to get their side and and the way that they spin shit. But uh, this is something that I it's it's probably um, one of the biggest uh, things to happen in um, the history of humanity. I would say. Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty important. <laughs> you know, right? Well, right, yeah. And right along with developing language and fucking you know writing skills and passing stories down, like. The fact that we're realizing that there's something out there beyond our capability is a pretty fucking, like, life-changing idea. Yeah. But is is it really for... Is it a shock to people? Is it going to be a shock to people? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But at the same time... It... The, it's not going to change the thing. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's going to be a monumental shift. Like, you know what I mean? Because I just don't think that oh, you, we I, have the capacity. I fully see people go completely losing their damn minds. Right. It's going to make people question a lot of things about where they've spent their lives and devoting time to. You know what I mean? Religion yeah. and, and all that shit that we contemplate. Hell, even Reagan brought it up, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and he's right about that. If there was something out there that wasn't us, we wouldn't have that many differences. Right. Yep. I, I agree. That's the only thing that's going to bring our, our world together is yeah. a threat from the outside. But what scares me is that when the government gets involved, man. You know what I mean? Because now, what is it? Is it... Pa- how much power are we trying to see? I mean, we're already, you know, we're. I think a few um, in the past few years, anyway, we've been really st- stretched to the max as far as our mental abilities. The you know um, the way that we we interact with each other online, the way that we develop re- you know social relationships in this country is changing dramatically. Oh yeah. Um. The way that we 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 speak with one another is really disheartening in a lot of ways, man. I, I can't even fucking go online and 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 read yep. anything without somebody just being a total shit bag. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 And, and so yeah, if we could get over that, I would consider that to be a win. <laughs> but I don't know if we'll get there, man, anytime right. soon. Yeah. You know, and everybody's like breaking things up between. Political stuff, right. racial stuff, right? Yeah. Religious stuff, and I'm like, you know what? As long as you're not an asshole, we're good. You know? Yeah. A very yeah, a very small percentage yeah. of people are 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 uh, what irrecoverable, unrecoverable, whatever the word is. Yeah. Most people are just fucking decent people wanting to try to freaking live and provide for their families and, mm-hmm. you know, have a have a decent place to live. Yeah. 
I mean, the way things are going, I'm, I'm seeing guys that I've known, and we were all real tight mm-hmm. 20 years. Right. Going and fighting each other over who they voted Family, for. Family, dude. Yep. Yeah. Guys, we're like brothers. We, we, yep. we did this shit together. Why, why are you saying this or that? Or Yeah. Is it that I just important? Don't understand it. Is it that important? Is really what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like my wife always tells me. You know, pick your fights, choose your yeah. choose your battles. You know, exactly. You know, because like, especially, especially raising kids, dude. I mean, you know, you could make a big deal out of everything. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's like, <laughs> why? The best the best way I ever heard it summed up was by this guy named Scott Ledger who. Passed away a year or two ago. I heard it was suicide. But he used to do a radio show, and he was always talking about how everybody is eighty percent alike. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta look at people from the eighty percent, right? And then learn from the other twenty. Yep. So, Everyone is someone's child. You know what I mean? Yep. You know? Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. We live in interesting times, man, and 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 um you know, the the whole UFO thing and and that whole uh, this next year we'll probably find out some more stuff, I hope, some more, you know, info at least. Oh, I'm hoping. You know. Yeah. And uh I mean, I was even I took pictures on the ocean of one of these things. Right. Right. But it wasn't like what I've been seeing in the videos. Sure. What would it, what was your again the first time you were on you told a little bit about this. Um, yeah. It, we were sitting there, it was the Indian Ocean. This is in ninety six. This mm-hmm. is when I was on the Tarawa. I was on the Snoopy team, which takes pictures of aircraft and other ships and such for Intel. Mm-hmm. And because you know, I knew how to use a camera. Right. So I go up there, I take a few pictures, nothing is ever brought up about it. But at the same time, the thing kind of looked like a rounded off Hershey's Kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, or uh, upside down air balloon. Okay. Right. And it was, I couldn't tell you what color it was because it was shimmery. Mm. It was like different. Like, uh, like an opal, or you know those that paint job that came out in the mid '90s, where it's purple or green or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was kind of what it was like. Yeah. Yeah. It was very much what it was like. It was just shifting in color, and we took pictures, and that was the end of it. And I don't remember it moving. I couldn't tell you how big it was because there was no reference points right other than just a dot in the sky mm. so that's you know they there there seems to be a lot of different shapes not just the tic tac yeah. right you know like that one right. i was always talking about um it looks totally different than anything i've ever seen you know and it um then you get the tic tac shapes then you get the really elongated ones you know it's like who knows mm-hmm. dude who knows you know yeah then I grew, I grew up hearing stories about my mom you know, getting abducted by aliens and stuff. I always thought it was complete bullshit. But 
She told you, you that? You never know. She told you oh, that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, me and my sister, that's what we grew up around here in Storms. Mm. Where at? Um, Where did this happen? Uh, my mom grew up around uh, Cashin. Okay. Okay. So kind of out, out, and, out in, the, in the boonies a bit. Yeah, Cashin, yeah. big four area. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, I, she, I saw she used one. She tell us stories about you know, waking up and seeing something looking at her in her bed. Wow. When wow. she was a little kid. Wow. Uh, you never know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've seen one but, on 81, you know, so Highway 81, yeah. north of town. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen the one on, on the Tarawa, and then another time I saw some, I can't even tell you what it was. Yeah. It is when I was in Virginia, and we were sitting there, well, I got out back, I was having a cigarette, and we were right next to Joint Base Little Creek, and I saw what I thought was like a shooting star, but turned. Mm. So it just kind of zipped along and just kind of mm-hmm. turned. That that was all that one. Did you ever see the one the the footage where I think we talked about this before, Adam? But there, it's like from a satellite, and this like light comes into the frame, and it's like in the upper atmosphere, and then something it 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 goes like in a like a steeper than a forty five degree angle the the yeah. other direction. Mm-hmm. With with not slowing oh. down at all. Yeah. Oh, then there's that one from the space shuttle that looked like something was shooting at something else. Maybe mm-hmm. that takes off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. It's... Hey, I got I got to mute my microphone for just a quick second. Okay. Yep. 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 Is this a? You're going to see my ceiling for a second. Okay. Okay. Just keep talking. I'm listening. Yeah. Is this is this a part of the burrito incident? Are we going back to the burrito incident story here? That was called slamming two cups of coffee and a Dr. Pepper before I got on Skype. (laughs) (laughs) I figured it was some kind of bodily function. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors. All right, guys. Sorry about that. No worries, it's all right, dude. No worries man. Oh, back teeth were floating. <laughs> God. Have you guys seen the um, the the new um, what's the new 
Adam, the they revamped um, the old freaking Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone. Did you see the new stuff? The new one? No, yeah. no, I didn't. it's just not that good, man. It's not that good. I've heard, I heard mixed. Yeah. You know, I heard some it's of not, it was good. It's not. It's not. Is great. it a? Uh, is it Apple that brought back like Amazing Stories or whatever? Unsolved. Steven Spielberg. Oh, oh no, oh. I don't know. Maybe Unsolved Mysteries is back. They did. They started. yeah. That's not as good. I yeah. think it, it's good. It's okay. It's good, but it's not as. Yeah, good, it's not but as good. It's different What's because su- it's different. Well, so. I think what sucks too is that you don't get the resolve of having the end of the story. You know what I mean? Like that's what's oh, yeah. that's what's hard. You know? Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. I wasn't kind of. I wasn't getting into it. Mm-hmm. So. Dude, the UFO one, the abduction story in season one up in Maine and the Massachusetts area is really a fascinating one, though, man. That was like a mass abduction. Did you get to that one? Did you watch that one? No. Oh, no, dude. But, uh, it's my crazy. My brought it up on Facebook. It's crazy, so. man. <laughs> and She's terrified of the thought. Oh, man. So. Yeah. It, that's a really good one. It spanned like... I don't know, it was like a 30-mile sort of radius one night. Where, oh, shit. Yeah, man, it went around, and it and it, it abducted a bunch of different people, man. It was crazy. It's just a crazy-ass story, man, and I never even heard it. And Adam, we brought it up. Adam told me I need to watch the that, that first season, you know, and I watched it, and I was like, God dang, I never even heard that story, you know? But um, that was a good one. Oh. Yeah, I... Anything that we can't mess with is something to be nervous about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, and even if one of these stories is true, yep. it only takes one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. Yeah, we we don't know enough. You know? We don't know enough. I think that's... Like one, one white crow shows that not all crows are black. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm 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 just kind of nervous cuz I really don't think about it. Say Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah. That's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. Were you his model? Uh, not quite. Well, you know, it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of us. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Head cheese. I mean, I I, I, can't, I don't know what to say. Thank you for being a part 
of what we do here and uh great stories as always you know we we cover a lot of ground here and we and, and the stories they just sort of meander and we weave and we we dodge and we do these things and this is this episode especially is a great example of that and uh yeah. and, and just great stories man uh and a good time talking to him it's easy we never have to uh, really, t- you know, think about what we're going to talk about. We just kind of go, and that's yeah. that's head cheese is uh, he's always he's always down for a good time, and we appreciate <laughs> it. You know, <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, we appreciate it, and you know, like you said, you know, it, it's always fun to talk to head cheese. He is a true weird villain through and through. Um, always he and his wife, Mrs. Head Cheese, huge supporters, and we appreciate that, and we appreciate uh, everybody out there listening and who tune, tune in, download, whatever you do, however you find us every week. We appreciate it. Um, you guys are the best. Weird villains are the, are the coolest people out there, for sure. I may be a little biased, but... I, I don't. I don't think oh, I'm incorrect. It's very I don't true. think I'm incorrect with my biases. And so yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's it's been a uh, it's been amazing. 150 episodes is that's that's impressive. I mean, that's you know, it's something anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're pleased with ourselves. You know, we're not trying to pat ourselves on the back too much here, uh, but we're definitely pleased with ourselves for getting out a weekly show for this long, and we are not that far, Barry, uh, from our three-year anniversary of yeah. doing this show. That's amazing. In August, so... I just can't believe that. It just really yeah. feels like we started this not that long ago. I know. Really. It doesn't feel like that that long, and, um, you know, it, we wouldn't be able to do it without guests, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some great guests, man. Amazing people have come on and shared their stories, and I feel like we've grown as... Uh, as people, you know, listening to stories and and learning how to make this, you know, it's it's a different kind of a thing when you're having a conversation with someone over the computer. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not the face to face thing that we're we're used to. So there's kind of a comfortability factor that we had to kind of get into, and I feel like we've kind of we've we've learned how to do that, and we've learned how to allow the guest to you know to take to take over and and it be about the guest and um yeah. and that's what we enjoy the most about it yeah when we started out we wanted to give people that platform to talk about and share their stories and their experiences the the, the type that you know people don't normally share you know because as is in our intro you know people look at you differently you know they think you're weird they think you're crazy that you're one of those people and i think that we definitely have gotten to the point to where we're good at letting our guests either if it's somebody we've known all our lives like head cheese or somebody uh like next week's guest who we just met when we interviewed um but i think we we're good at being able to give them a level of comfort and ease so that they can share their stories and we yep. can have these conversations yeah and enjoy themselves as at the same time you right. know, as much as right. we do so yeah because let's be honest we're talking about some really some of the stuff is pretty out there you know yeah everybody's got weird stories everybody's got yeah. weird experiences some people's are weirder than others 
True. And for them to want to come on and, and talk about these things, it's just it's just great, man. We had a we have a great time. We don't take this seriously, man. I mean, this is this is for fun. You and I getting yeah. together and talking to people. And I think that's when the best things come out is when you yeah. don't have there's no agenda here. It's just yeah. have fun, man, and talk. Yeah. Yeah, we're not trying to prove anything or debunk anything. We're just, you know, here to share. Yeah. And share stories, and that's one of the most fundamental things that humans have. That's what we've done forever. That's yeah. how we learn. That's how we communicate. That's how we understand ourselves, understand each other. Right. That's how we build bridges and build communities and build, you know, yeah. everything. That's how our our human interaction, even though it is over the internet and it's not there in person and everybody else is all of, all of Weirdsville that's listening is over the internet, we're still a community. Yep. We're still part of together, and we're still learning from each other and enjoying being, you know, in the presence of each other, for lack of a better word. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. that's how, that's where we are. Right. You know, yeah. so we enjoy, uh, we enjoy all of you that come on and share your stories. We uh, couldn't do this without you. We love everybody that supports us and that listens to the show and just keeps us going every week because you know sometimes it's hard sometimes we uh we don't get a guest um sometimes you know we have to do a a different thing a book report a quiz or something to fill the space but we want to keep stuff coming out for you to have week after week that you can listen to or you can save up and you can binge on a 13 hour road trip or whatever you do. Yeah. Um, but we want to keep that coming out for you guys. So that's why we keep doing it. And, uh, that's why we keep needing more people to come on and share their story. So, you know, if you've got one or your uncle has one or your friend from work, send them our way, let us know. We'll, we'll talk to them. We'll have a good time. And, uh, that's uh, that's that's what we want. That's that's Absolutely. that's the whole purpose. Absolutely. Everybody enjoy, have a good time, good conversation, some laughs, and some whoa's. Yeah, definitely. I look forward to the uh, to the future and and to the three year anniversary. That's that's going to yes. be fun. That's going to be great. So we're uh, yes. yeah, always looking forward. And uh, speaking of looking forward, we got a great one for next week. Oh yes, a great do. guest, and uh, we can't wait till you guys uh, get to hear the episode. Yes, our guest is Cindy, and she is a podcast host who is also in the paranormal genre. Her uh, podcast is called True Hauntings and Scary Stories, and it is a collection of both true ghost stories as well as some uh fictional stories that she has written and uh she's uh she's fairly new she'll have i think 14 episodes out uh when or 15 when this drops and it's cool it's good it's a lot of fun um so check her out it's uh spotify itunes all the places you find us uh you can find her as well it's true hauntings and scary stories but she's joining us next week, and she's got some incredible stories yeah, to share. Really cool stuff. Until then, we are going to uh, get back to the grind, and uh, we're going to uh, do those things, whatever it is, those cliches, 
you know, we're getting back to work. We're putting out some, uh, we got some good stuff lined up for you. And we're excited, uh, as Barry said, for, you know, the next uh, 150, uh, 250, 7,000 episodes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Everybody, thanks for, again, uh, we'll see you next week. Same place as always. In the meantime, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.